0: My name is Kenny. I'm one of the creators for Criminal Code, and you're listening to the Just conversation podcast
1: Warning This program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised
2: going live in five four
1: What does live mean?
2: Uh-. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack.
1: And I'm your host, Christina.
2: And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episode is released.
1: Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss.
2: Yeah, so find somebody you love, pull them next to you, and get ready to hate them as you guys argue about the topics you thought you'd never even discuss because they didn't cross your mind because we're too woke for you and you came here to get woke You're
1: here for our woke tacos.
2: You're here for our woke tacos, which we will always feed you.
1: Yep. And if you haven't seen our video of us making our woke tacos, you should go check that out wherever that's at.
2: Yeah,
1: we grow a taco. Well,
2: yeah, there's a video. We
1: grow a pig.
2: I'm I'm sure they could find it on You. Yeah, we yeah I'm sure they could find it on YouTube or on Facebook or something. When we grow a pig, we bought a a baby pig, then we grew the pig, then we killed the pig after we named it and raised it as our own. Then we turned the pig into. The pork we need for our tacos that we eat. Yes. But we made the pig woke first.
1: How we like taught it stuff?
2: Yeah, it was. We one... took it to school. Yeah, it was an educated pig. It was the only. How far
1: did it get to in its education?
2: Pretty advanced. It graduated college. It's the most advanced sentient bipedal pig in history. What did history. it go for, to college for? Uh, biology. I got a biology degree. It I was going to be a great scientist, but its purpose was to become our Tacos. What
1: did it dream? What did it want to become, though?
2: I'm not sure. We never I... had those conversations. I wasn't a good father.
1: Oh, my gosh. I wasn't, I wasn't a good father. Good either, cause I, didn't... I knew where the ending results were going to go, so I was not there.
2: You weren't even bothering to find out. Nope. It is what it is. You know, sometimes we parent poorly, and uh, we do better next time.
1: Yeah, with our next pig.
2: With our next pig for new woke tacos. Anyways, how you guys been? You guys been doing great. I don't care. Anyhow, today, as usual, we have some great goodies for you guys, so that you could like listen to some goodies, duh. So yeah, you know, we usually bring in a guest, and I'm I'm the type of person who likes to speak to creators, kind of exclusively. I don't like other people.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I kind of hate people. I hate a lot of people. P- humans suck yes yeah today's the whole state of the world of the planet that's all that's all because humans that's all because humans humans are fucking idiot artists aren't doing that creators aren't doing that it's fucking idiots who don't do anything i don't like those people i do like people who do stuff and today we have a guest kenny from the criminal code tv he is one of four creators of this show. It's based... a
1: cartoon. Yes.
2: Oh god, it's such a good cartoon. It's uh it's just a cartoon encompassing the uh, life of four inmates in a prison facility and just telling their stories and their songs telling events and just comedy happening and it is so fucking good yes definitely need to check these guys out on instagram on youtube wherever the fuck they've... they're
1: they in a lot of places facebook they got a website which is criminal
2: perfect just all those places go fucking criminal code tv find them wherever they might be Mm -hmm. definitely worth it and today we have kenny one of the four creators that has brought this masterpiece into life it is just it it reminds me a lot of the beginnings of something like south Park. it it has that that kind of rawness to it
1: yes oh yeah it does remind me of like the first episode maybe yes like that
2: that raw just like we're gonna be flat out with you Mm-hmm. With the art, with the message, with all of it, it was just perfect. It was just way out there. I love that. That just genuine. This is our race. Our this is you can see our resources here, and we want to do this regardless of anything. You will see what we want you to see. This 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 complicated, beautiful like poetry of a thing there's nothing like this man it is its own creature and it's going to inhabit this particular i can't wait to see what this fucking
1: what looks it grows like. into
2: yeah like this has so much potential there's so much here i'm glad that these guys got together to do this it's not often something like that happens anyways
1: yeah but hopefully they stick to it
2: yeah hopefully it's this really
1: is... fun to watch
2: yes it is so good it is so good i highly recommend it and uh Like, you guys know, I don't talk to people I don't like. I have to be, I have to like what you're doing, and I have to have had some sort of internet discussion with you, or know you in person, or something. There has to be some conversation that tells me, yes, and this, this was right, and you guys will, will know exactly what I mean.
1: And now they're brothers.
2: Yes, now we're brothers. They've
1: adopted each other. Yes,
2: now, now we're brothers forever, ever. Mm -hmm. but no, this is definitely great. Kenny is astounding. I really enjoyed having him on. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. We, as usual, you guys know how it goes. It, it starts light. It gets deep. It gets light, it gets deep, we learn something along the way, people cry, we lose some along the way, not everybody makes it to the other side, there's uh, regrets and wars and battles and uh, eventually one of us slays the dragon and uh, claims the, the throne and uh, the other one stays there angry waiting for the sequel to get revenge. That's always how it goes yes. and uh, this is definitely no exception, mm-hmm. so I hope you guys enjoy this episode this conversation that we have with kenny from criminal code tv so enjoy hi Hi. you know we've known each other probably now for about three years fantastic and you guys just decided to to come and put projects together and that's actually pretty awesome when you could work with friends or something uh, particularly unique about that right like if you're the mentality i come to it with right i never feel like a band you you know music right so uh, there's a band and they put up like an ad or something and they're like you know i need a drummer like that's not gonna be as good as the people who just went into a garage and learned how to play together Correct. Yeah, because there's some yeah, some you, kind of merge there, you right? Camarader- yeah,
0: you build a camaraderie.
2: Exactly. There you go. That's exactly the right word. There's a camaraderie to working with people because there's also a level of comfort that comes along with it.
0: I think it's more. Yeah, I think comfort's the first, you know, first start because the more comfortable you are, you know, like even right now, you know, speaking with you, I'm immediately I'm comfortable. The the more creative uh, you can be in the things you do, the things you say. So yeah, no, comforts a comforts the the greatest start, actually.
2: Yeah, because you you, we were at. you can't jump into any project and and feel I don't know how to put it. It would be particularly difficult if you jumped into a project and you had to be concerned about how the other party would receive your ideas versus already knowing they know how I think. This isn't going to blow their minds. They're just going to have some more input for what I have. Right. It's, it's particularly interesting. I've worked with friends before and I like it some of the time but some of the time I do I will say having that fresh outlook is also just as important and that striking that balance is kind of difficult isn't it
0: yes but then it's also you you know there's balance and then there's sharing the same unique experience you know too you know it's a experience sometimes you go through experience doesn't know any gender or you know know any race you, you experience something so similar and you end up coming together and you know creating a, a project like this or just creating anything it could be anything anything but in general for real you can for real. identify
2: with each other it just makes it that much better Definitely, so what uh related to this project itself what's what's the main motivation? what excited you to do something like this in the first place rather than a different thing whether well, you could have just gone into music, you could have decided to write a book you decided you you guys collectively got together and opted into something particularly creative of all things, <laughs> something not common in the creative world you're you're standing out alone as a group of four, nevertheless, not one of you usually an artist has an idea you guys came together as a group and developed this project as a team that is kind of impressive why how like how the the fuck did that happen
0: well you know um like i said in terms of the experience you know we've we all had the the, the four of us whether it's you know myself or or bling or, or jimmy or or zo i was saying earlier about we have the same experience you know so unfortunately, bad decisions that we all made in, in the past, uh, you know, brought us to, you know, serving a little time. That's how we met. Um, you know, so in, 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 in spending time together in, uh, in, in the darkest times of your, your life, you end up, you know, coming together and then seeking joy and, and seeking comfort. And as we, grew our relationships together and hung out every single day because, you know, you live together, um, you breathe together, you read together. Uh, we were around things that you just can't script. You just can't see, um, in the real world. Um, that's why we have songs that we made about, you know, whether it is, you know, about Duck shit on the ground, for example. We actually have a song called "Duck shit." Yes, been, I saw that on yes. your uh,
2: the Criminal Code yes. TV um Instagram. You know, I mean,
0: criminal, criminal Code, yeah. So like where where we were where we were at, they had these uh, geeses and, and ducks all over the place because it promoted peace. But there's all these, you know, there's 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 all these literally hundreds of ducks that are just shitting all over the place, and you just see the other guys and everything. They're just stepping in it. And I remember one day I'm out there and I was there with uh bling and i'm like i can't believe i'm here stepping in duck shit you know and then we have guys we have a song that just came out i actually wrote it it's called tell me you know tell me anything you know we had guys you know guys that were doing time that literally everyone's uh is friends with a celebrity or everybody has a black card or everybody had a lamborghini just making stuff up so you know it's all those different experiences where one day um And all of us got out at different times, you know, so one day we all, uh, we got together and we were like, man, could you imagine if people on the outside world could actually be exposed to what we actually see? Cause you just can't script it, you know? So then we were like, but you know, should it be like an orange is a new black or should it be like a South park or should it be like a Simpsons? You know, I mean, how do we go about doing it? And, you know, we were like, well, why can't it be a little bit of both? Like, uh, orange is the new black meets South Park. You know, that way it can be something maybe you know, it can be something serious because we do have our views in terms of, uh, prison overpopulation. And, and then there's also funny as well. You know, you want to incorporate everything so that you can reach a, a broad audience. So, um, while we were spending a lot of time together, we started creating and, and writing the songs and, creating all the uh first three seasons that we plan on on rolling out over the next say 12 months to, to 24 months because we have cartoonists and creators that are are helping us now and um, it was good because all it was was an idea and then um by the time we all by the time a couple of us started coming back to the, the real world well we had the right connection still and everything and we slowly started putting it together. And then just recently we got onto uh, Instagram once the first few videos were done. And, you know, right now we're, right now we're doing the music because that's easy to do. And now we're going to be working on some two to three minute uh, little episode segments. And, you know, if the traction goes right and if uh, the timing is right with the higher powers out there, hopefully we can get some, some episodes in, but you know, like I was saying, and you and I were talking about in the beginning, it's that experience. Uh, because as you can see, they, you know, the four characters—you got two Asians and uh two African Americans together—and you know, we have the same. It doesn't matter our religions or our race or anything. We have the same experience that that brought an idea out. And none, none of us is leading. You know, even though you're speaking to me, if if you wanted to talk to all four of us, we would have all four be here. Be here with you, you know. But um, you know, I'm just happy to be the one there. But I, when I'm speaking to, I know I'm speaking on on behalf of the other guys too. But yeah, it's that experience that brought
2: us. See, I love yeah. that a lot. There's, there's, I, I I like the approach you're taking here because. The, First of all, I love the fact that you're saying that you're not leading, that it is a team effort, because at the end of the day, even if it's the four of yours idea, it still takes the animators, it still takes a cartoonist, it still takes, uh, there's an, it takes an, what, what do they say? It takes a village to raise a child or something? It says, this is your baby, and it takes a village to raise that baby, essentially. You, yes, You Can't need do it on your own. It's impossible. It's impossible. No. To, and people have this vision of I'm going to sit, I'm going invent this miracle thing that's going to be amazing. Everybody's going to love it. And, it, you know, something nobody's ever thought about. But. That doesn't happen. That's why people fail at their dreams, because they, they want to be selfish, they want all the attention, and they don't want to do the work. But the work involves going to the people who've already done it, finding out how they've done it, how it worked, finding people who are doing the parts that you don't know how to do, and bringing them into the thing together to make one machine, which is what you guys are essentially doing. You're developing this thing that 's the criminal code is fantastic, just what 's already existing is some of the best <laughs> things i 've ever seen. It is great, and I know this is going to blow up into something astounding simply because of the originality behind that now addressing that you 're saying that the experiences within the prison complex are unique and something that like people on the outside would never understand there is some. It's a different animal, and people don't even understand. One of the things I like to tell people, and they don't believe it. People don't really believe it. I actually had a conversation with a family member of mine about this, about how... The COs are prisoners along with the prisoners almost. Like there's a relationship there that happens that you, when you're, the longer you're in there, the more you become connected, even with these people who fucking hate that. Unless you're in like some Satan's hell cage where these fucking COs are douchebags. <laughs> right. Usually in a, a, a non-extreme 23-hour lockdown facility, something that's not that extreme, they're usually just as miserable as everybody else, trapped in a cage that they don't want to go to, uh, stuck following rules and like standing all day and doing crap. And there's a a, a sort of a relationship that happens with the COs, with the inmates, between inmates uh, in an ecosystem of survival that happens. And there's no way to really express that without getting particularly dark, without getting particularly grim. And you guys have found sort of, the, the secret sauce I would say you found the secret sauce that you could just sprinkle it on any kind of burger and they'll be like mmm I like how this tastes and <laughs> I know a little more but you can it in a palpable way you know how they say if you want to make somebody if you want to tell somebody something they don't want to hear you got to make them laugh otherwise oh. they're not going to listen exactly and you guys are definitely aiming in that direction there's something completely fascinating about the approach The the but again why how did animation become the way why why not let's become a rap group
0: you know because we you know we I'm not gonna say that we didn't think about it like that but of course we wanted to reach a you know reach a broad audience you know and more people will identify more with a you know say a cartoon or something like that then we'll, you know, just, just be music, you know, maybe, you know, there's a broad range of people that won't identify with the type of music that, you know, we put out, whether it's, but that's why we have a lot of different songs that are going to be, we have a little rapping in there a little, you know, we got one that's going to be kind of country, you know, some slow songs. So we, we wanted to do something that would, you know, reach out to a a broad base of people. So then that's where the, some type of a, a TV show or or a cartoon, you know, would come in because you know everybody knows uh, a South Park, you know, everybody knows uh, a Simpsons or The Family Guy. So we wanted to be able to re- reach out to a broad range of of people, and we thought that some type of a, a cartoon would would be a, a good avenue. And also with cartoons, it's like you said, if you can do it right and it's funny, people laugh. That, you know, they're gonna they're gonna come, but You know, also, and then we're thinking, well, this is prison. You know, not everyone's a prisoner. But then, you know, I think about it, you know, we were, you know, we did the statistics, you know, millions of people are released from whether it's federal prisons or state prisons. And all that means is there's tens of millions of people that can identify because their family members were in prison. And if you have family members, like, for example, you know, my family or any of Blaine's or Jimmy's family, they did the time with you.
2: Yeah, you know, um, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, they did the time with you, so it they they can identify that's as well. So uh, that's that's so we beautiful
2: identified. that you would word it that way. That is that goes back to what I was saying. People, this is just no way to express the full complexity no. of what's happening. Like, yes, you might be the person in the prison, but that doesn't mean that everybody doesn't feel that they are trapped somehow as a result of the circumstance.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, but my, you know, I think that my parents, my brother, my sister, they cried more than I cried.
2: I can and attest I to that there. being the case. I think that happens in most, because when we, when we enter the situation, we are like, it is what it is. We're there, you know? It's like, what am I going to do? I just got to run out the clock. But we're in there. We f- we physically see it. We're trapped in there, whatever. The people outside who don't literally have the walls around them, who don't have the, how do I put it? The, there's no, it's not solid. They're left to their own Imagination to think of how bad it is, and that's going to take them in the worst possible directions. And feeling helpless, like I can't do anything, I can't reach in and pull them out. All those little things eat out a person. Like I, I would argue that us inside suffer less than them outside, knowing we're inside. Oh, one hundred
0: percent. You know, one hundred percent. But then, you know, also that's why we, we, you know, for for the majority, you know, the granted there there are differences between. You know the security levels, whereas the camp, low, mediums. Obviously, the higher you go, the more danger it is. But I always wanted to let my family know um, that I was okay. They were so nervous. You know, you go in because you see the movies, unless you saw Orange, just the new Black, or you know, one of those things. And we've seen the the blood ins and the blood outs and the ozzes and all the you know the craziness yes, yes. of what can possibly happen. And it's not, you know, it wasn't like that where 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 we were at. You know, so fortunately, it wasn't like that where you know where we were at. And also at the same time, you know, we wanted to cure the the perception that okay, you know, what I did, I was wrong, I'm guilty, I accepted responsibility, I owned it. Um, but I I still believe in my heart that that I'm a good person, and I know Bling is a good person, and Jimmy is a good person, and Zoe was a good person. You been on the phone, been on this podcast with you for about 30 minutes now, and we've been communicating. I know you're a good person. I wanted to cure that perception, too, that, you know, we're bad, bad people because of what happened in the past and stuff. So that was another motivation behind, you know, what we're we're doing now. So if you can turn anything positive from things that were negative, you know, that's that's so much more the the better.
2: You know what I mean? I got Two total points to make on that. Uh, I'm gonna flip the two points to start on Amazing. the dumb one because I don't want to like pull away. But the dumb one is: Has anybody ever told you you sound like Matthew McConaughey? <laughs>
0: no, I, no, I have not. I have been told. I you know, have a. I guess that's why it's good. I do the voiceover, and you know, I can actually outside from the, what I'm doing on the cartoon and stuff. I can sing. I can rap, but. No, I just had – I thought I had a, a radio voice or a different type of voice when I speak to clients and stuff like that. But never Matthew McConaughey.
2: No, you totally – maybe it's just the 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 circumstance at which we're talking right now that makes you sound like that. But definitely you sound like Matthew McConaughey. Now, keeping back to what we were talking, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I was probably going to pick at me the whole time. But <laughs> coming <laughs> back to the point here, I like that you're pointing out that – uh now, this is particularly complicated because it's it's the – association that people have that somebody who's been in prison is inherently a bad person and that is an incorrect assumption to make not only is not everybody in prison even guilty of the crime that they did but some people guilty of the crime that they did did it for a reason that is consequentially superior To whatever the action they did was. What if you don't have money? What if you desperately needed the medication for your mom? You broke into the pharmacy. You stole it. Got it to her. They found you later. But your mom fucking survived. You know, like, there's... We don't think of these little nuanced things that could take place leading for somebody to do something that the law deems wrong but the law put you in a position to do something that you needed to do for the sake of survival because ultimately survival is the fuel for everything rules are put and people only break rules in the name nobody wakes up one day and they're like i'm gonna commit a crime today just for the fucks of it like nobody has ever in a million billion years and if they have that person should be locked away forever and like (laughs) not in a prison. Like in an asylum or something. That's a different kind of problem to deal with. But like 99.99999% of people did not fucking wake up and just, oh, I'm going fucking commit to a crime today. No, you just... There was circumstances that were there. Whether it was literal in the moment survival or whether it was social survival like maybe you're raised in a situation where this is all you know and these are the only tools you have and if you want the fucking thing you got to go through these steps to get to it and that's the only way maybe it's hey i wanted a playstation but you know i'm a kid i don't have the money and my parents aren't giving me the money all my homies have it so now in order to survive in my social structure just to be accepted I have to do something that's, yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. You don't need your social structure, especially if it puts you in such a situation. But we have to comprehend the nuanced motivations that make a person do what they do. That's just a kid. He's not a bad person. But like most people, he wants to fit in. And it's a desperate want to fit in to the point that he was all right with doing something sketchy because something in his head told him that he needs to fit in he's not a bad person he's not like i'm gonna fucking steal a playstation because i fucking want a playstation for playstation's sake you know that never fucking happens nobody does evil for the sake of evil and if they do that's the only person who's a legitimately bad person if you just woke up like i'm gonna do bad but that doesn't happen you know and we attribute well you were in prison guess you're a bad guy can't be. Right. It fucking can't be. Like that is not the case. But nobody cares. That the nobody cares about the bigger picture. We have laws and rule, which brings and oh god, it just brings in the problem of morality. Like who made the rule that we broke? Right. Because you know, like where where I was, you know,
0: where, where I was at at the, at the camp. You know, it was, it was amazing because you know we're here in the the great the great state of California, where for example, marijuana is now recreationally. Legal, it was medicinal for a while. Now it's a little bit of both, depending on the the circumstances. But so where, where we were at, you know, some of the nicest, nicest men, some of the guys I was such good friends with, you know, were were serving, you know, a hundred and twenty months, two hundred months for selling, you know, marijuana, whatever the reason was, whether they needed it for just to, cause there was no other opportunity or whatever it was. Um, and now it's legal, you know, and in most States, you know, some are medicinal, some are recreational. Um, I couldn't believe it, you know, cause you know, now for what, if they were to be doing it right now, they probably would never end up going to prison, you know? So that's where you're know, like, you were saying that under the circumstances or whatever the reason, you know, it's good if people understand that, you know, the most of the, most of the the men, I would say a lot of them, maybe even your percentage was right, good guys, yeah, you know, and, for sure. and that's what brings us to, you know, what we, what you and I are talking about now and, you know, why we, we we're trying to do what,
2: what we do and, you know, you never know how things morph now, once you, uh, you now, know, put collective minds together. Let me, let me grab onto a piece right there because you just mentioned sure. something and uh, who who better to ask the opinion of, Right. Now, you, you know guys who, who went in for selling uh, 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 marijuana and things of that nature, right? And, and now it's legal? Yep. Now, I'm going to pose a particularly complicated question, and then I'm going to question your answer, which is, okay. do you believe because it's legal now they should be freed? Yes. Why? You know, because for, you know,
0: I, I don't want to say it, it ratifies what they did but if you d- if they did something 10 years ago that was considered illegal and now a same governmental body or whatever it is 10 years later says it's legal you know something happened there whether whatever political party you're with or whoever created the laws i think it should ratify what they did in the past and they should be freed
2: all right, now I'm going to pose my my side to this, all right? Now people tend to hate the, people tend to hate this argument, but brace yourself. No, it's good. This is healthy. I know, I, it's helpful, please. I believe that they shouldn't and it's for one reason and it's a, this I, I will apply this to all all instances for this very reason that could be applied to anything, which is they did it while it was a crime, thus proving they were all right. Committing a crime, regardless of what crime it was, does that make sense? Oh, that makes complete. You know,
0: I'm I'm very good at seeing. You know, I'm a chess player, so I can see both sides, and you know, definitely see that point one hundred percent. And you know, it's hard to argue with that because at the time you did, you know, sell marijuana or whatever, it, it was illegal. So. You know, you like they say, you do the time. You,
2: you yeah, do the because I like I fully understand. That. Yes, it's legal. And like I understand, it's not like these people shouldn't be arrested for it. In fact, even while it's illegal, my argument was it should definitely be. It should be legal. Who the fuck is the government to tell somebody? what they can or cannot put in their body, right? Like, what you could do with, I don't even know why the fuck prostitution's not legal. Like, let them, uh-uh. let everybody do whatever the fuck, it's their body. So long as they're not hurting somebody else, you have no right to intervene. But right. that is why we have the system we have, right? There's a law and you're like, I don't agree with it, but I'm not gonna do it, even if I don't agree with it. But then if you do it, even while not agreeing to it, even, while it's legal, illegal, You still committed a crime, and you have been sentenced to a certain amount of time, and if you—what would be the outlook here? That you—if we take away the fact that it was just marijuana, something simple, right? You were okay with committing a crime. What says that if you don't serve your time, you won't commit another crime to which you don't agree should be illegal? Right? Okay, no, you're right, and and that's where I stand on that. Like it sucks, and I have I, I have friends who have been arrested, and some are to this day still there for doing it. And again, it's stupid, and they should not be arrested for it. But you take on the responsibility of almost, you know, you you make a Facebook account and you check that little box that tells you all the information. You're basically selling your soul to the devil, but you don't even know because you never read the <laughs> terms and conditions. You're 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 basically right? doing that. You're signing that, you're checking that box when you agree to sell drugs knowing they're illegal. You're basically like, I don't know, I I know the gist of what's going to happen and I'm basically agreeing that if I get caught, but I'm probably not going to get caught, but if I do get caught, I know what's going to happen. So it's it's complicated. Yes.
0: You know, and there's always going to be different definitely uh, you know different points of view, but no. I mean, I, I totally understand
2: that if you commit a crime during that time, and it sucks, know, doesn't it? it? because it was
0: it, it was a crime.
2: It was a crime. You know? That's that's weird. I'm I'm honestly conflicted. I'm I'm not like I stand on the side that I stand on, but it's because I'm a person who just follows pure logical reasoning, and like I would love to be able in a moment like that to be like I I disagree that they should stay there but like it was a crime and it sucks that it's a stupid crime like who the fuck i completely disagree with the fact that it's illegal and now it's fucking legalized everywhere and it's like how unfortunate you should have just given it time but like fuck and it sucks that they basically have to continue to be in prison for something that isn't even legal anymore but the problem is the time isn't for the thing it's for committing a crime
0: it's for committing that objective view of committing the crime. I know, and then when they come out, you know, like where I'm at here, literally probably within the five mile radius, there's at least two places where you just walk into the store and buy some. It's on the shelf. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. You're over 18. No problem. Get your ounce of weed. Meanwhile, that you know. <laughs> meanwhile, that the the one person who who got caught selling an ounce of weed is you know at that time is you know it could be depending on the weight and everything. It's you know 20, 12
2: months, 24 months. Yep, that's you know, some fuck um, shit. And how the fuck, but there is, how but, do we even end up at this system where we're okay with selling people cigarettes and alcohol but not marijuana? We can poison them, but we can't improve them.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's a,
2: you know, there, there
0: really isn't a, a difference. You know, you, you look at the marijuanas, the alcohols, and the cigarettes. There just really isn't a a difference in terms of the the substance and everything like that, and even marijuana has, you know, medicinal properties. At least according to the state governments, maybe not the federal government. It's ironic that they had the first uh, medicinal programs out there, you know. But you know, it's it's a it's amazing that you know it took this long for marijuana to get where where it's at. But that's just the you know that's the that's the, the game, right? You. You yeah.
2: They choose. They pick and choose. See, fuck that. Nope. I will not eat that. I disagree. And that is because they have taught us to be fucking ignorant. They took, look, man, yeah. they took civics out of schools for a reason. We don't oh, fucking know yeah, no, our laws. I don't
0: agree with, yeah, I don't agree with it either. I just say that it's the, the government says, you know what, marijuana, we're going
2: to make the laws this. You know, yeah, they, that fucking say, well, sucks. Illegal. Dude, if people fucking knew that the government responds to them, not they respond to the government, we would have a fucking different system. But they took that shit out so that we wouldn't know. Now they say, well, the government said do the thing. No, fuck that. Just tell the government to suck your dick and do some other shit. You tell uh, the government what to do. Right. It ain't the other way around. But we don't fucking know, man. We 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 yeah. haven't been taught these things. And we have to actively seek them out otherwise we get manipulated but then we've also not been taught to want to learn we've been taught to numb ourselves on the phones and numb ourselves on video games and numb ourselves with TV and fucking Kardashians are on let's go fucking watch some Kardashians like pick up a book motherfucker learn why you're getting destroyed and like anally raped by your government just so they can make a fucking little profit and control your population that's ridiculous that we would much rather fucking watch no. some Kardashian bullshit than learn about our world no, th- that would make that would make everyone smart. Then that that would be a problem.
0: In that yeah, that's that's why they you know they want the government, for example, they want to keep you know keep the misinformation going, keep the ignorance going because that gives them a, a leg up, you know, the government sucks. over us normal folk. That's why they they hope that we just stay ignorant because it, it it helps them not to.
2: Uh, get overthrown isn't that the whole that thing sense, i think right. uh the con the conception of religion is essentially that it's because you look at the the higher income populations they don't have religion almost and they do the darkest shit we just found what the fucking child sex ring that apparently exists so you had to kill epstein so he wouldn't rat on who is part of it like that's a <laughs> real ass shit that's... We only
0: got it we only have like an hour left i could talk about epstein forever
2: <laughs> bro tell me that's not crazy <laughs> A whole island, rich people going. No morality. We know that the richest of the rich do the worst of the worst. But then who are the people with religion, the lower incomes? The the, the inception of that is essentially you make sure that they have something to fear so that they don't eat the rich. So that they don't eat the powerful. So that they don't just turn on the people with power because it's morally wrong. You should morally deal with your circumstance because it's the you turn the other cheek it's the right thing to do but do they turn the other cheek no they fucking kill a man just because he might snitch you don't turn the other cheek well it is what it is no you off a motherfucker because we don't fall under any of the rules gods we don't obey no gods rules we're fucking rich and powerful we don't need no gods we are the gods
0: well, yeah. I mean, you take a guy like, you know, we're talking about crimes and, and prison and all that. You, you take a guy like, like Epstein and, and the things that he did, you know, a lot of powerful friends. Um, a lot of money. If I did what he did, I'm done. I wouldn't have lasted. There'd be no documentary. I'm gone forever. It's amazing how he got away with everything that he did for a long time. You know, that documentary on
2: him was eye opening. God knows you know, how much didn't even make it into that documentary because rich people oh wouldn't allow God. that shit. Yeah,
0: there's, they haven't even opened up this. This is oh, That that documentary was surface. At there's best. a reason why. Yeah, he didn't, that dude was killed. There was no suicide there. He, he could have opened up the Pandora's box
2: of Pandora's box. Oh my God. Did Some you hear about this uh, fucking... Well, they would all went down. Did you hear about the anonymous leak of Trump pictures on the Epstein Islands? No, yeah, no, no, yeah. Good old Donald. Good old Donald, a little bit of a, man does a little bit of everything. (laughs) So, so multi, like he's super skilled, right? His hands are up in everything, including teenage girls, apparently. But then. That's that's what happens. That's the disconnect, though, if you're, you know, you, you get
0: away with it. Laws don't apply to you.
2: Man, like, it's just depressing, because then we get to that, and we fall into the fact that everybody is molesting children all the time. Like, that island is not a special fucking, like, circumstance. We're talking Boy Scouts, priests, your uncle, fucking, like, who isn't, we can, on this joke, on this show, we consistently joke that we can't even trust making robots to protect our children. Like, we can't leave the robots babysitting our children because we can't trust the people who program the robots because they're going to program the robots to molest our children that's how fucking prominent this bullshit is robots are going to molest our children because fucking it's just so engraved in our culture to fuck all the kids and they don't go to prison they just no. walk free
0: yeah i mean look you know look at the another another example of that when we're you know we're talking crimes and everything especially in, in this type of you know whether it's uh sexual crimes or whatever i mean the i think the priests are it's even worse They're teflon man they could just go to the the vatican and and hang out for a while and and get rehabbed or whatever it is you know they they never face the the injustice because you know at the end of the day all that's going to really happen is just a bunch of civil lawsuits and well the vatican's going to flip that bill for silence
1: you know, it's. it's the, I don't know the, what the, the
0: thing is about the rich and the
2: powerful and, and crimes like that, but you know, it's
0: sad that they, they do
2: get away with it. And it's so consistent, isn't it? Like, it seems like everybody who's rich and powerful is guilty of all the same crimes. It's like, why is this? But I guess there must be a culture. There must be a culture to it. That we just, as not being the billionaires and the one percenters and the people who hold the giant corporations or whatever the fuck, like, we don't have access to the culture. We don't know what the culture is. But there has to be some fucking culture that they're all part of because they don't even need to know each other and they're participating in the same goddamn crimes across the planet from one another. And say, how the fuck are you all guilty of the same shit? But, uh, man... And then comes the question: Like, are they even the real powerful people? This is spiraling fucking massive
0: shit. Something, probably someone even more powerful. And then, meanwhile, you got the people doing stuff like that. And I spent I spent my time with you know guys that serving two hundred and forty months for selling a pound of marijuana. Yep,
2: <laughs> because Yo, they
0: wanted to feed their family. That pers- and they got to go and do the damn time. Yeah, that perspective you know I mean? is so, fucked,
2: right? There's a guy who wanted to just have enough money to to put some food on the plate because he did something as a kid. He has a record now, and he's fucked. You know, he he served a week in prison for trespassing because he was bored as a kid, and now he has a criminal record for eternity, right? So he can't get a fucking right. good job. So he sells some shit on the side. Now he goes to prison for twenty four fucking months. Meanwhile, some guy kidnapped the girl, flew her to an island, raped her for God knows how long, got caught, slips away, and no, but Epstein owned that island. Oh yeah, let's arrest that guy. Some other dude just like wandered away like, nah, it's totally fine. That shit happens all the fucking time, but you know i didn't even need to feed my family i didn't need money i didn't do this for no desperate need i just wanted to fuck a little girl that's that was all that was my whole goal i just wanted to fuck a little girl basically what we were talking about earlier that 99.99999 percent of people in prison are good people is the fucking opposite number that one percent we're not kidding is that 1%, no, 1% that is evil? Oh, those are the rich oh, guys. Those guys are nuts. Yeah. That 1%, yeah, but, those you know, are the that's rich the guys. thing, though, we were talking
0: about, you know, why we were trying to do this, you know, not trying, why we're doing the cartoon and everything is, you know, a documentary like Epstein, you know, people are going to associate, you know, he committed a crime, he's in prison. That 1% screws it for the 99% of the other good guys out there a hundred percent because now they're going to be like oh you were in prison you're a you're a douchebag you know you're a bad bad man and that again that's why we were talking earlier that's why we're doing you know we're we're doing the music we're we're doing the cartoon you know we're, we're doing things and showing you know people that you know we're just normal people but we yeah we made bad decisions okay at the time got to do that time and everything but at the end of the day Like I said, most of the guys that I did meet were were all good men. But it's sad that, you know, the publicity out there, like the Epstein's and all that, they're going to screw it. You know, people are gonna think, "Oh man, Kenny, you went to prison." God, you probably just like that Epstein guy. I'm like, you know, then I got to sit there and justify. No, I was at a camp. That dude, I don't know where he was at a maximum. You know, so like that's the problem. uh,
2: People don't even know the difference. We're trying to help
0: out the ninety (laughs) nine percent. Yeah,
2: that's the crazy part. Like, you're totally right. There is a perception that is created because what gets publicized is this sort of the, the extremes. The extremes get publicized. Meanwhile, we have no. It's okay circumstance in the United States today, right? We got fucking police brutality and dish and dash it. And right now, because it's beneficial to the narrative, the majority of cops are crooked. But if you look at NPRs and things like that, the people who don't sensationalize media but also get the least amount of listens and views, they're talking about both sides. There's some police brutality going on to cover up the police brutality that was being protested or whatever the fuck they think they're doing. But there were the cases where the cops were peacefully protesting with the civilians. But that doesn't make it onto the fucking news no, because, that's not. because the one percent. That, boring, Jack. Yeah, the one percent fucks it for the
0: majority. You know, they they want to just show the the ones that are causing the ruckus and everything like that. You know, that what's the fun in showing the police that are protesting with others? boring you know what i mean (laughs) but it's sad because you know that's
2: that's what actually can make things a little bit normal but welcome to the media what can we do that's the fucking problem like even the fucking rich assholes we're talking about think they got power but if the media turned on you you are you won't last long it doesn't matter how much power you have if the media turns right. on you your money is worthless they will they will get the other rich guys to turn on you just so that their names don't show up with yours you know and sooner or later does catch up i
0: mean like even a guy like epstein he had a good run but boy i was i'm sure those last few
2: days weren't pretty I'm very positive they weren't Same thing with this cop That fucking kneeled on um, George Floyd Poor bastard
0: You know we're talking crimes and everything I remember uh, The first time I saw the the video Of Derek Chauvin And his knee on that On George Floyd's neck I, I think it was the next day I saw it on TV I was like oh man There goes the There goes the neighborhood Word, you know, yep. Um, because I remember I was still, I'm, I'm 43 now. I remember, uh, you know, the time the four police officers were acquitted for, you know, the Rodney King and just what ruckus that caused. And, and that was just, you know, what, what ruckus that caused in, in LA. You know, that wasn't, there wasn't too much total domestic disturbance from that. It was really a Southern California thing where this one just. It, it, it was so bad. It, it, You know, you don't even just see protests in the United States. You know, people are talking about it in other countries as well. You know, that's how that's how crazy that situation was. I just didn't think it would get this bad, but I knew it was going to be at least equivalent. And this is definitely next level.
2: This is so far, but oh my God, uh, it's so exhausting though. Like in these times, these times, these fucked up moments – When we have these high emotions running, we lose reason and then we behave hastily and we do things that are not beneficial. The same thing, the same argument I have for Trump is happening with this race problem. Now, I'll inform you on that. I think Trump is the greatest thing that's ever happened to the presidency. Not because I think Trump is a good guy. Don't get me wrong. He is a douchebag And an asshole. (laughs) Do do tell. I got to hear this one. (laughs) But the reason he is the most important thing that's ever happened is because we have learned more in less time with him present than we have with all the other people who were allegedly doing good. Kids in cages? That started in 1996. Signed into the bill by President Bill Clinton. That means he kept it a secret. That means Bush kept it a secret. That means Obama kept it a secret. And it got to Trump, who can't shut the fuck up because he doesn't have a mute button. And then we found out about it. Now, he didn't want to do anything good about it, but he couldn't shut the fuck up about it. And suddenly, we knew that was a problem. He did something good, even if he didn't do anything good. You get my point? the uh, 100%? Yes. And then we have the whole... We're going to impeach him. We always... We've been told one of the few things we get told by media in school is so fucking wrong, which is a president gets impeached. He's done for. He's going to be removed from office. And that could be done by Congress. And that could be done by Senate. And we found out that is fucking bullshit. No, you don't have the power as a people to convince them to do that. But now we fucking know. Now there's more reason to vote at the election. But we thought that was how it worked we didn't have to impeach anybody in our lifetime but now we did and we suddenly realize oh fuck we were lied to we just found out something new and he does this with so many fucking things he just doesn't shut the fuck up and he keeps talking and he sort of keeps showing us holes in the system that all the other presidents were abusing but covering up nicely so we never knew they existed and there's something about this fucking off-the-wall maniac that keeps doing whatever he wants that informs us. That's why I think he's the greatest thing ever. Now, voting him out this coming election would be problematic because people are too emotional. So, similar to how uh, when they were signing the bill for the kids in the cages separating them from the parents, right? So we didn't want the kids to go to a adult prison. That's wrong. So this man, they present him a bill, and he says, I don't want to sign the bill. That's some Democratic bullshit. And then the Democrats, just because they hate Trump, jump on and, no, you're going to fucking sign it. Make him sign it. Okay, so he did sign it. Little do they know that wasn't even a Democrat bill he was signing. He was just using the fact that you guys want him to do opposite of whatever he says. So it happened to be a bill that removes the kids from their parents in adult prison, puts them in cages by themselves, and instead of being in prison for one month, they stay there forever. But the fuck? That was just an emotional reaction we had. He said he didn't want to do it, so we gotta fucking make him do it, because we're angry, and he doesn't get his way. But all he wanted was to say, I don't want to do it, so that you want him to do it, so that when he does it, he could blame you for it, but it was all in his benefit. That same shit is gonna happen if we get to vote him out before we calm down. We're going to make drastic changes just to, quote, correct, unquote, whatever it is he did, and we're going to make shit worse. If we have him for another four years, don't get me wrong, not not a great sign, but we will have time to have processed and actually built a plan for the things he's revealed that we want to fix instead of he got voted out, boom, let's start fixing immediately. We don't know how we want to fix shit. We just know that we want to fix shit. And if we fix things in a knee-jerk reaction, how is that going to be better? We're just going to make a million more messes that led to the holes that all these presidents before him abused. That scares the shit out of me. Because chances are, he's fucking going to lose. And we are all as a nation going to force all the Democratic leaders to pass all the least thought-out bills because we're emotional. So long as something gets done, I don't give a fuck what gets done. And that emotion is gonna run rampant, and we're not gonna know what the fuck the consequences are gonna be until 20 years down the line and all our children are fucked because some dictator actually took over because we opened a way for it. That shit's what's really gonna happen. And that's exactly what's happening with this race situation that's happening. People are freaking the fuck out. Take down the statues. You know, and I get it. It's a symbol of hate. It's a symbol of, but what else do you have to remind you that those situations happened? It's not in school. Right. You're not looking up the books yourselves. If you take away the only proof left that it ever happened, what's going to remind your future generations that it ever took place? Nothing. Some asshole can just invent it all over again, and they won't know it's happening because they have no point of reference. They'll just be duped into it all over again. What stops some new – it went from slavery to the criminal industrial complex. Who tells us that this new fucking wave isn't going to do the next natural evolution of this shit?
0: You know, and only time will – I'll tell you that, Jack. Only time will tell what's going to be the byproduct of – of what's going now and you know i totally agree in terms of um removing i don't want to say removing I don't, I don't even say trump but removing you look at historically anytime the world is in crisis or we're in times of war removing a sitting president can do more harm regardless of who they are you know then than if you keep them there you know so no i'm in total you know total agreement you know, good or bad, you know, right now there's no mistake, you know, we're this is a domestic type of war that's going on. So we gotta try to, you know, fix with what we got and bring in a whole new group of a leadership. But again, we have to wait and see, and you are right. I mean chances are even the other day I was watching this thing on on Fox News with, with Trump and you know, you would have thought when he was talking to was it was it Tucker Car I can't remember who the interviewer was. I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's almost like he was insinuating or conceding that, you know, he might lose, you know, he could lose the election because people just don't like me. I recall he was saying, you know, so maybe yeah, we got to wait and wait and see. You know, right now, these are definitely shaky, shaky times. You know, <laughs> that we're, Tell me about it. That we're in. And I'm saying that so lightly. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. A little more than shaky. Yeah, it's definitely way more than shake it. We've, uh, this is fucking steaming.
0: 2020 is is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah,
2: this is a a, fucked up, lopsided Stephen King novel. What the
0: hell just happened in the 20, and once March hit, like, the shit hit the fan.
2: No, dude. A lot of people forget about the beginning of this fucking year when the first four days Trump bombed a fucking military leader from a different country. Like, that shit happened day four. We were just right off, fucking, beginning of the year. Yeah, fuck it. Let's bomb world leaders. It's fine. That was just fucking first week. Why not? Let's, let's completely wreck an entire military and turn a whole fucking country on us. Sure, whatever. Forest fires, as soon as fucking winter happened to us, Australia just lit up. They're fucking dying over there since fucking January through February on fire hard. We ran out of firefighters to send. So it was, like, going good, and then fucking the spread of the virus. Oh, shit, we got another problem coming, but that, was that it? Nope. Now shutdowns. Everybody's going to go crazy inside. That's another, oh, was that it? Did we hit the line? Nope. Time to destroy the economy. That's going to go down the drain, too. Somewhere in the middle of that? fucking nasa and the pentagon released the videos that they made classified about aliens that we just didn't address and they're like we don't know what the fuck it is we thought we would figure it out we don't public let us know but the public forgot and then somewhere in the middle of that fucking giant killer wasps showed up to fucking wage war on humans or whatever the fuck was it. maybe they were the aliens that we saw i don't fucking know the murder hornets yeah the fucking murder hornets (laughs) and like what stops the alien invasion from fucking happening no fucking nothing nothing that would be the least bad thing that's happened this year uh, oh don't
0: forget the second wave of
2: oh COVID-19 yeah and that's, and that's already coming. picking it was up in to come spots winter time but you know we why wait right yeah it's already why wait exactly it's already picking up in some spots it's yeah, we're fantastic seeing the you
0: know how uh, the you know, it takes 14 days to come out you know maybe next month we're going to see what the results are from all the protests cuz i remember i was in santa monica um I was actually going for a run and everything like that when Santa Monica just got destroyed by by protests but where I was getting at is you want to talk about no no mass no social distancing you know I mean we're only gonna I think next month we're gonna see even ten times more cases than there are right now and those are just the ones that actually got tested
2: oh yes the the report I was hearing this morning on fucking NPR was stating that The amount of infectees just in the United States could be up to 10 times more than what is being reported. That shit right there, that's fucked. I mean, that's what,
0: there's 300 300 million people in the U.S.? 20 million? That's a big chunk.
2: That's a big fucking chunk.
0: But, you know, we're going to get 50 percent mark before we oh, even know it. hell yeah. Maybe that's the only unless there's a vaccine or anything. Maybe that's the only way to get rid of it is to have everyone get it.
2: No. It's I mean, terrible. yeah, fair enough. I see what you mean, because at the end of the day, they're saying a vaccine in a year or two at this rate before the year ends. The entire country got it. Yeah. Now, on, on those lines, along those lines, interesting question i've i've been asking this to anybody i fucking talk to because it has fascinated me that the answer has been the same across the board have you met anybody with corona yes you have yes holy shit you are the first person to say that what i can honestly say i can honestly say that i have one of
0: my and it's a, a second degree person but
2: Oh uh, no, no, my no, 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 no. Do you my sister's in No, I
0: I know them as a personally. I met them through my sister because 'cause they're in nursing school together, but one of my sisters' friends got uh COVID COVID nineteen from doing clinicals at nursing school.
2: You were told you know, so. this? Did you or did you talk to them after they got it? No, I I don't want to say I
0: talked to I knew the I knew the person before they got it, but you know, right now they're in isolation. So you've heard that they got it? No, my sister told me that her friend got COVID-19. Do you personally, have?
2: has anybody told, have, have you known any of you, your immediate closest people gotten it?
0: That I've spoke to personally? No. I know people that, you know, for example, that got COVID-19, but I haven't talked to them while they had COVID-19. See what I'm saying?
2: Yes, 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 yes. Because yes. that, see, that's that right there, that seems to be the common answer. We all know bodies who who know somebody, or we know someone who has it, but we've only found out that they have it through social media. like We haven't had a conversation with a single human who's had it, and that seems to be an interesting pattern that I have noticed. Everybody knows about somebody who knows somebody who got it. Nobody is directly in contact with anybody who got it. I've not met a single soul. Yeah, I can honestly say no. That's strange, right? I I found that completely weird. But then it, I guess it kind of, I guess it kind of lines up with what they're telling us—that like most people don't even fucking show symptoms. Chances are we're interacting with people who have it and don't even fucking know. And that's pretty fucked up.
0: And we don't even know though. In terms of the transferability of it. It's a literally a new virus. So I mean,
2: and it's not even at this mean. point, it's not even the same virus, right? There's what well, no, it just it keeps, keeps changing. changing. Oh fuck it keeps changing. There's the one that began, right? It's fucking attacking old people. But then within like a week or two it changed and people with diabetes were a fucking risk. And then changed again. It's like if you're obese, you're fucked too. But then, okay, fuck all those statistics. If you're young, anybody who's from a newborn to like ten years old, you're fucking in danger now. And it's like there's that fucking strain that popped up, and all it does is fucking give you heart problems. It gives you heart disease. This doesn't not it that doesn't even have shit to do with your fucking respiratory system. It just evolved into some whole other shit that'll give you heart disease. No, and if if it's not even, you know, they haven't even declared if it's airborne or not yet, so
0: wait till it's airborne. That's the
2: craziest fucking part, because at the beginning they said we can contract it by touching surfaces, right? Meanwhile, these giant protests have happened. Like, right now they've said contrary to that first, that whatever strains are most common now aren't transferred through contact with things. So if somebody touches a thing, it doesn't survive there and you don't get it by touching the thing. Now we have all the, they said, you know, close proximity and communication with people. We have these giant mountain protests where more than half of people aren't social distancing and don't have masks. It's been three fucking weeks and we have no spike in those cases. Meanwhile, in these Mm -hmm. southern countries where people have mad ground around them. They have, like, their property is huge before their fucking neighbor. They're not going anywhere. These people are catching it in their home. Is it fucking airborne over there? Is the strain in the south different than the strain here in the north? Like, what the fuck is going on?
0: I just don't think the you know, like, the protests and all that people are getting, you know, tested yet. You know, close proximity is obviously happening, you know. We're first here, we're talking about prisons, you know, that's why we even have a song that's uh, it's called silent killer. It's about COVID nineteen. You know the the close proximity of people within the prison systems. That's why they're letting people out because there's no social distancing. You know you're literally on top of each other. Um, you know is is there a uh, is there a pass because we're we're protesting? No, man. We just people aren't getting tested.
2: Yeah, yeah fair, no enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But then we're to assume that the majority of all these people might have gotten it and aren't uh passing it amongst one another. Not that they're not passing it but they have lack of symptoms. A total and complete lack of symptoms going on. And that is oh my god, this is what is this? This is the uh the statistics of where it's at? I'm looking at some fucking Jesus I don't even know. Are those different fucking strains? How is it spreading so differently? Oh my god, I'm looking at a chart right now where it looks like it's spread differently everywhere all the time. That's fucking weird as hell. It's just in mass in some places, like quickly spreading. And then in others, it seems like they're popping up in completely different positions and locations that they're not even coming. This is fucking weird. But who the hell even knows how this is happening? My, My bet is that all of the previous things that have happened to this year are probably one event and we're only thinking they're different events we're seeing these murder hornets and we saw the alien spaceships that they released and don't know what it is but in reality what showed up in those alien spaceships was a microscopic alien that we now know as covid and that's what the murder wasps showed up to murder but they couldn't handle it because New York bees started jumping them thinking that they were after the New York bees. And so what we're really dealing with is an alien that came from another planet or some fucking shit because there's no fucking way. I don't know. That makes sense to me. I'm going to make a conspiracy like that and then I'm going to sell it to everybody because that's the only explanation I can think of.
0: <laughs> you know, but, and the thing is, though, you never know.
2: You could be. You could be right. That would be the craziest thing to be right about.
0: It came out of nowhere, all right? This wasn't like some organic – this shit just came out of nowhere. It's like on Monday, there was no COVID. On Tuesday, all of a sudden, there's COVID, you know? So we we don't – you know, we don't know. But if there – that's why we, we, we made that song up called Silent Killer because it's, it's literally it, – there's there's no isolation, man. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. I think a lot of people already have it. They're just not – um like you said they're not showing symptoms or they're not they're not getting
2: tested yeah it might just be too early for some people and some people might just have it not have symptoms and be passing it to the people who will get it right and
0: if you're you don't have the
2: right respiratory system or if your immune system's weak
0: you know um it's not gonna end well
2: yeah it's kind of fucked well on on that note does do situations like this make it when you're being creative like do do you put the emotions you get from these high intensity situations into your work when you're thinking up something creative the the riots and yes. the police brutality and the political situation and this fucking nuts disease is this common for you just to like it leaks into your art right
0: you know it it, it does it it definitely um you know, it definitely brought more awareness to us in terms of how our views are on how the BOP doesn't give two—forgive my language—they don't give two ballsacks about the prisoners. Number one, you know, um, you know, in, in terms of that's why we have the the music and everything. Because if you if you've been to prison, we're all on top of each other. You know, you share the same toilet seats, the same showers. I mean, you know, it, you're you're gonna it's gonna happen. And you know, we saw the one. They had this one video on TMZ of one of the inmates who had a a, uh, a burner cell phone that was recorded. He had his mask on and he was saying, oh man, the, the BOP is just going to let me die here and everything. And, you know, we were, that that, that kind of brought us to the point, you know, Jimmy came up to me one day and was like, hey, let's make a song about, you know, COVID-19 and everything. So we did, you know, but there's also a, a, a thing about it in terms of, you know, free the you know, free the prisoners. Not really because, you know, we, we want – we we don't think – we do think it's a government waste of money. But especially right now, you can't effectively govern the prisoners six feet and, and all that. It's just a matter of time before everybody gets it. Look how many of you and the COs
2: and everyone. You saw those statistics, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty the fucked The
0: COs up. and they're all getting it.
2: It's It was actually happening to the COs even in some prisons. The COs were getting it more frequently. Yeah.
0: Or it's it's even worse, at least the prisoners were in one spot, you know, unless you ran the hill or something like that. But the CEOs are the ones that are they they brought it into the prison.
2: Yep. And the ones who didn't catch it caught it in the prison and brought it home.
0: And let me tell you, those CEOs, they don't give a shit, man. I remember we would have count time and stuff. The CEO would be sick. He's coughing all over the place, all over the facility and everything like that during count time and all that. And I mean, he didn't give a shit. If we got sick, you know why, because you know we're just prisoners, yeah, you know they don't care about us, but yeah, no we when we were you know stuff like that definitely lent into uh, whether it's covid nineteen or you know overpopulation and stuff like that, uh, you know we're hoping that the you know the cartoon and and the music sheds a sheds a positive light and spin on spin on things.
2: I don't like think you guys uh, went along that angle because I'm i uh, I'm I'm the type of person who likes something that's going to teach you and uh, make you relax and laugh at the same time. Like I love stand up comedy for that reason. Well, if the right stand up fucking comedian, like fuck Jerry Seinfeld, I hate that guy. But like the right stand up <laughs> comedian who gives you not what is the fucking deal with airline food? Like who gives a shit about the deal with airline food, bro? But like you listen to a Dave Chappelle, you listen to uh Alex Cross. These guys who are giving you. Information and making you think about the world in a different way and making you laugh, that's what you guys are doing. You guys are constructing this thing that's going to educate people, even if the intention isn't necessarily educating, but telling them your personal experience and shit, that's education. They're going to learn what it's like for people who are there and to get to laugh and enjoy things at the same time. It is a very unique thing you guys are doing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not... Like, blowing smoke up your ass and be like, well, Unique, you invented a fucking... Like, yeah, there are the family guys and there's the fucking South Parks. None of them focuses on prison. None of them was the creation of multiple people's minds coming together with the exception of South Park, which was. But they were also just making social commentary the way you guys are doing. There is this unique aspect that you guys are bringing to it by bringing the experiences you've had in these environments. Like it's not you you're not making a cartoon about people coming to visit a prison and then going back to where No, you guys you're the cartoon takes place there. The stories no, we
0: live yeah we we like it's experience. We we didn't go and interview.
2: Exactly. You know,
0: it's, it's it's your life. Lived the market. We live the market research.
2: Exactly. Exactly. They <laughs>
0: you know, day in, day in. And I stepped in duck shit. It sucks, you know, but now that I think about it, it's kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? So, um, know, yeah, we definitely live the, like I said, it, it definitely did help the creativity and that experience, you know, it brings the, I pre- it, it definitely brings the experience out and, you know, what we're doing, you know, doing right now. And it also masks the, cause I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I sit now, I sit, I sit now and I think about it and my time there i remember uh I, I get teary-eyed thinking about it so it kind of gives a positive
2: note on to oh, it and, very interesting i actually got two things to say on that one it's incredibly what? difficult to come into uh the mentality you guys have collectively the mentality you guys have collectively mm-hmm. to in hindsight be able to laugh at it is something that is fucking difficult for people it is not it's easy very by any means because it is, it's fucking difficult, bro. But like, it is, it is, it's a fascin- it's so fascinating that you guys have this capacity, cause some people are just scarred by it, you know? Some people just- it sucked so bad and they can't get over how shitty it was, and that's just their outlook on it forever. Fucking prison sucks, man. It's like, it's, it's kinda sucks, but it's also like, it was part of your life. What the fuck can you do about it? It happened, you know? It is what it is. You can't erase it. Now, A learning experience and turn it into something that you can something you could love you think about it this could not happen had something this cartoon this creation this creative project could not exist without the previous experience that some people would deem inappropriate and unacceptable they wouldn't even give that experience a chance meanwhile You experienced it and it allowed you to do what they sit around. They're like, I'm going to make the next great cartoon. Okay. What unique aspect are you going to bring to it? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. You guys didn't have to fucking sit down. You had the unique experience. You fucking got out and you're like, well, what do we do with it? Okay. Cartoon. Boom. Solution. The, the, it comes, it just comes back to what we were talking about earlier. The perception that people have of the situation is that no, you went to prison. You're a bad guy. No, you went to prison and you did some shit that doesn't equate to bad guy. And you used that and turned it into something. That is wielding the weapon you have the right way, rather than just having a weapon fucking throwing it at the back. Like, you got a gun. Don't fucking throw the gun at the bad guy. You know? What, is, what the fuck is the point? Why are you tossing the fucking gun? You used the gun. You used the gun. That's the show. You got the ammunition. That's the experience. Now you used the gun. That is the show. You learned how to use the tools you had. Now fucking, bad guy's coming. Hit him with the fucking gun. So what the fuck? When you shoot the guy. You guys learned what you're you doing. Know, you guys used it and right. That's what, yeah, that,
0: and that's definitely where the um, you know that experience you know definitely you know comes in. Like I said, we didn't interview it. We we just sat around and throwing ideas out. And you know what better what better creative minds than you know, there's nothing creating. We just we jotted down. Well, remember this. Remember that. Remember this. And you know, next thing you know, it it snowballs. You know, into what we're doing. You know, what we're doing now, you know, it's always the experience is the, you know, it's always a good foundation for, for create, you know, creativity, you know. So that's why we're, we're hoping that it can turn into, you know, something, you know, positive. Cause, you know, like I said, it kind of, it helps thinking about it. Cause I remember those first few days, damn, Jack, it sucked. I cried like a baby. I ain't afraid to say it, you know, first time I got into, to, to R, R and D, you know, strip that door shut. Oh man, boy, you want to talk about a rude awakening? I'm like, oh shit, this is for real.
2: Bend down, you know, fucking so. spread them. <laughs> that's a that's a weird fucking experience, bro. That really is. Like, I'm, I'm a guy who's uh, really hard to make embarrassed or really hard to make uncomfortable. I I sort of almost enjoy situations that people would normally be very uncomfortable in, and uh, that situation. Although it didn't make me uncomfortable, I was definitely taken back by how weird it was. I was like, this is somebody's job. Somebody's job yeah. is to fucking just look Shit. straight to at my asshole.
0: <laughs> make me bend over. <laughs> yeah, bro. Somebody's like, job is job? just to look straight
2: <laughs> at my asshole. That's a
0: You're bad, bro.
2: <laughs> yep. It's it's just it's just so fucking weird, man. Like thinking about it. It's really odd because you're just In a rat cage, essentially, you know, it's just throw all the fucking mice together and see what the fuck happens. It's like, what if somebody spazzes out randomly? What's what's to stop them from fucking killing me? fucking nothing and then you put in your head all these things you've seen in movies and shit and prison is the worst hardest place ever and all prisons are fucking equal or at least they don't show you the fucking who wants to watch a movie about the fucking b-ray prison you know they want to watch the fucking murders hanging out together fucking maximum security and so you go in thinking fucking every prison behaves like a maximum security i gotta join a gang as soon as i join i gotta knock out the biggest fucking guy there so that everybody's scared of me and shit and then i gotta i gotta learn how to Speak the language and negotiate and shit, you know, barter system and shit. And it's like none of that shit is fucking necessary unless you're a fucking monster. You just stay out of people's way when they're particularly psychotic, and fucking find the people. It's like being in school. School and prison are the same things. I don't know why we subject our fucking children to public schooling because we're putting them in a place, telling them to shut the fuck up and do what the fucking other person is telling them. Then. Putting information that doesn't even matter in their fucking heads and not teaching them how to fucking invest in shit. Look, you're gonna go and you're gonna do blind fucking jobs, which are what they provide for you in fucking prison, just mind numbing garbage for pennies on a cent. It's fucking ridiculous. But then we go ahead and we fucking teach our kids that shit. And there is so much more to it than I'm gonna get there and somebody's just gonna shank me because that's what happens in prison.
0: Yeah, not, nah, yeah, that doesn't happen. And that happens in the definitely the more. In mediums maybe slows but definitely mediums and and maximums you know that definitely didn't happen definitely didn't happen where uh you know where, where our experience was you know but that's why we wanted to do a car you know we did a we wanted to do a cartoon um just because of the the material make it you know funny comedy and all that be kind of hard to do um if it was not a cartoon you know if it was using actual human characters and all that you know so and that's where the You know, the the experience come in and I think the creative, the creative mind is better if you've actually experienced it than an interview. You know, that's why we're.
1: Oh, my God. I
0: remember my question.
2: Do you like the process of creating more than the product that is created?
0: Yeah, this is just therapy. We're not doing this for the, this isn't for them. And we didn't go into it saying, hey, we're going to make a gazillion dollars. Or million dollars, or even any money. This is a, a uh, it's a, a therapeutic, you know, process uh, for us to, you know, be able to um, turn a positive light on the negative experience, you know, that that we went through. So yeah, no, the process is, you know, I guess the better way of saying it, the, the journey of going through it's better than whatever the destination is going to be. And if it ends up becoming something great, then hey. That's the cherry on,
2: the cherry is, on top. But yeah, it's always day, a plus. I, yes, you but, know, but it's I experienced like
0: something bad, and I made good three really three really good friends out
2: of it. Yeah, man, that's definitely the part to be proudest of. The fact that like I I do look, and I hate to use the words in that order, but I do look down on somebody who goes through a bad experience and then continues looking at it as a bad like it's done get over it look at it as something that you could build on top of that's what you guys have done you've turned it into something that you build on top of but so many people hold on to something that was negative or that was a trauma and don't turn it into you know what the you guys are doing the oprah she fucking suffered so much but did she sit back and was like well i'm gonna just let this fester forever and bitch about how much it sucks no she turned it into billions But obviously, the fucking billions wasn't the goal, but it became billions because she just kept turning it into more things because it was, like you said, therapy. She was coping. She was talking to people about her circumstances, and she found out, oh, shit, people want to hear about my pain because some people are dealing with it. And then she, which is, again, what you guys are doing, and she wrote books, and she just used every opportunity to give herself therapy in a public forum. And it turned into something that is unbelievably helpful to the world. That's the right step to take. That's the step you guys are taking you. You're you're turning it into something that helps you, helps other people, informs other people, makes you laugh, helps you deal with the circumstances. And you're not just sitting back and bitching, oh, it sucks so much. I wish it didn't happen. You couldn't do this had it not happened. Like there's something so specific about that.
0: Yeah, and the the beauty of it too is, is that there, you know, there there's four of us, you know, definitely we always put the ideas together, but you know, and we're all characters as as well, but you know, we all bring a different, you know, skill set to the table even though we all coordinate with each other. Like, you know, Zo, for example, he does a lot of the writing for the um the episodes and stuff that we're going to do or at least the tightening up after we give ideas. Um, you know, Blaine and I, we do a lot of the, the rapping and, and the singing of the writing of songs and everything. And then, um, you know, you were communicating with, uh, with Jimmy and, you know, he's more of our, our visionary, our quarterback, you know. So, um, it's just, then we have the same thing is you got these different minds, different cultures, different backgrounds, but uh, that experience and you put it together and it comes out to something pretty. Pretty good. In terms of the goal and everything, I I feel like we've already achieved it in terms of that therapy to, you know, cure our own individual experiences. One common theme is, you know, we're both we're all sad about that time, but you got to be able to take a negative into a positive because, you know, even beyond prison, you're going to experience negatives in your life and you just got to learn to bounce back, you know.
2: For sure, this is what would be the benefit to just kind of any. Because you're totally right. What would be the benefit? Life is filled with these ups and downs, and if every time a down comes, you you just shut down yourself, what? How are you going to get to the next up? but you have to ride that down and you get to the up. And that other up is only because the fucking hill you just came down existed. You wouldn't be able to fucking get the momentum and rise up to this next hill without the shitty experiences from the previous hill coming down. And that it just is what it is. It's a roller coaster. And if you didn't, if everything was always good, that would be neutral and you wouldn't give a fuck. But when you experience something bad, that allows you to appreciate when something good happens. So you can almost say that the worst You experience something, it's because you had experienced something just as good that you're no longer experiencing. It's a fucking reflect. It's a mirror. The worst you experience, you were enjoying something that much greater right before. And that's it. So you know that however bad you feel, you must have loved something that much. What do they say? You don't even know how much you love a person until they're gone. That's because as long as you're loving the person, you have no fucking reference point you
0: know, and it's that, that, that commonality. It's, you know, it's a a brotherhood, so to speak. You know, we, we have so different, but that one experience, you know, myself and and Jimmy and Bling and Zoe, you know, we'll always have that in common. Even if you meet someone for the first time that experienced the same thing you do, you, you automatically, you know, you, you feel like you understand each other. You know, I, I never forget that, but now I'm like, well, I'm sitting here and doing what I'm doing now and I'm loving it, and I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't go through it. So,
2: Yeah, we learn. We, we grow based on our experiences. It's Life is so weird. We couldn't have good without the bad. That's the fucked part, right? Like We had to deal with things. That's it. There's no alternative. If there was nothing to deal with, what would be the point? If everything was always good, who would care?
0: Right. And that's why we called it, uh, you noticed the title,
2: uh, Criminal Code.
0: That's why we, we gave it that title because there's a lot of meaning behind that, whether it's, uh, just a, a, a code or, or brotherhood of, of not just us four, but others out there that experience the same thing. It's a code that you, you live by. It's, you know, it's also one of the common themes. I don't care where you're at, but you don't talk. You don't say a word. You, know, you stay quiet. <laughs> exactly. You don't just, that's the one similar thing amongst all all prisons i don't care what security camp you're at you yeah that's
2: that's it's a, it's it, a, and it's, it's not a even just uh go it, through i guess it's not just prison related that's a general fucking thing you know oh, it, in general in and yeah, out you, you know?
0: know no snitches i don't care no
2: snitches exactly that's why there's uh yeah. that 69 kid uh, even after oh, they geez, removed that bracelet yes even after he removes that bracelet can he really go out let's be real like he can't go anywhere nah.
0: I don't know what 6ix9ine was thinking, but he uh, what have, can you do? That's
2: you a know, hard one. I don't know.
0: And he's still putting himself out there.
2: Oh my know, god, so, what a moron. Um, I don't know. Like, he should have yeah. just, as soon as he got released, shut the fuck up. Buy a ticket somewhere nobody knows who the fuck you are and disappear. Because you're going to have yeah. a hard time, bro. You are free. There are people who like that fact. It's, it's the worst thing. That's why we call it a criminal
0: code. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. In anything. But primarily in our experience, going through you know, experiencing, you know, prison, whether you're a camp or whatever it is, you know, you're you're a snitch or they see your papers and all that stuff and you went in because you narked, it's it's just not a pretty sight.
2: No, it's not. There's this <laughs> there's a line. What is it? it was from uh Pat Poos, He actually said that in a rap, which is You are what is it? You a criminal. You above the law. No, is it you're a criminal, you above the law? You a snitch. You above the law. Or some shit like that. (laughs) Some shit like that. Because there's the law that the fucking politicians give and there's the social structure law that goes from people even if you're with friends, right? Let's say you got the friend who's a compulsive cheater, right? You know you're not allowed to tell your friend's wife. You can't. You don't, you're not that's not your fucking place. You can try to convince your friend, stop being a piece of shit, bro. Come on. But you can't fucking be like, hey, lady, fucking Bob over here is plowing Marcy. Like, that's not how it goes. That's fucked up. That's the bro's code. You know what I
0: mean? (laughs) If I have friends or whatever, if they're doing something crazy, you know, you might want to just talk to your bro. But, you
2: know, you don't go and talk to the girl. Yeah, that's fucked up. And that's... Hell it's no. That same no, that's the, rule. But it's the same concept. Yep. You just... That shit exists everywhere. One form or another. You You don't. Because it's not your place. Who are you to decide that your morality that was built by your circumstance gets to influence somebody else's life? That is really where the no snitch rule and the sort of respect another person's choices if it doesn't influence you directly comes from. Because your circumstances are different and there's no reason you should feel you have the higher ground just because my upbringing told me I did like so their fucking upbringing told them they did so shut the fuck up and deal with it because we're all different we all come from and the rule allows for anybody from any background from any scenario from any belief from any ideology to fall in line with one single thing which is as long as we're not crossing each other we are good and no matter yeah. what that crossing looks like, that means don't turn on one another for no reason. Don't, no snitching, no fighting, no stealing, none of these basic fucking commandment rules, unless it is affecting your life negatively and you need to make a move on it. That's basic human decency. It comes across every religion, it comes across every political set of rule sets, it comes across. It's just natural to do that. And then when somebody like fucking 6 9 comes along, or even with money, think about it with money. We don't like when somebody, we don't care about billionaires. We love billionaires. We love billionaires and we're like, oh, billionaires are great. Bill Gates, he fucking worked his way. We could trace his entire history all the way there. He didn't have to crush anybody under him to get where he is. Jeff Got Bezos, it. we look at him and we're like, fuck you. Why? Because he stepped on everything on his way. He destroyed every business he could. He, he created monopolies in his favor. Any fucking manner and shape he could. Just to get to where the fuck he is. He is the snitch. He's the guy who fucks situations up. He's a guy who affected people negatively. And the only way to get out of that situation is to react against him. Somebody puts you in that situation. They're fucking Takashi69. They're some fucking douchebag who's ruining the equilibrium. And again, we don't have problem with p- criminals or criminals, and I believe that there's a law that's on books, but there is a law, and it's on the streets, and we follow a different set of rules, and it is what it is, and we accept the terms and conditions when we get caught, but in that time that we're fine, we are accepted, we know the, con. we're not fucking ignorant, we don't fucking, we're not going in blind, there's just a set of rules, and there's two different things. It's a business it's a business of its own some asshole said it's fucking illegal so fuck him he made those rules i didn't fucking agree to those rules and so you gotta survive you gotta survive however the fuck you gotta survive and you're not gonna die because some asshole said well i don't like how you want to survive now fuck you until you give me another way get the fuck out of here but then there's those assholes who fuck it up for people the takashi six nines the jeff bezos the fucking epsteins and all the motherfuckers on that island those pieces of shit that go out of their way to make somebody else miserable so that they can move forward—that shit's a problem. Well, I mean, yeah, look at
0: Epstein. If he was still alive, do you know how he would have snitched on the whole world? Look what happened to him. He's not around no more. Nah, you know, and and that's when we were thinking about the the title and the name and everything. It, I think it it took literally ten. No more than, than ten minutes to come and think about it, because the one common theme for those that experience what we go through and in life in general and stuff—if you have a brotherhood—is you know, you can keep your mouth shut. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's not that hard. That's that's it. It's not that you yeah, you think. And I saw what happened to the people, I uh, you know that were that were inside that you know tried to befriend CEOs and all that or CEOs excuse me CEOs. You know, it wasn't pretty when the CEOs left. You know. Granted, it wasn't like you got there, there. There was fighting and all that stuff within where we were at, but um,
2: you know, you definitely were ostracized. That's some sure. shit. What, what was your your personal experience with COs in in your facility?
0: We well, you know, we were we we hated it um, dealing with the the CEOs and 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 all that because we were we were in a specific and you probably you've heard of the RDAP. The what? The resident, the, it's the, um, prison program. It's called the residential drug abuse program. Yes, yes. Probably not by the same name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. If you do a certain, yeah, if you make it through the nine month program and you get therapy and everything, you get a sentence reduction. Uh, we had it a little different than the other inmates. There's really strict on us. We were actually supposed to. They, the, the CEOs that governed us, they promoted, they wanted you. To snitch on each
2: other—that's know,
0: Yeah, they wanted you to snitch on each other. It's like they're, they're, they were—they say it's—it's good to tell on each other and and stuff like that. But and then they would hold the the sentence reduction as a carrot in front of you to uh, to snitch.
2: Now, did they even really snitch. have that power?
0: Yeah, they did. You know, a good example. It's good that you asked that because it's—it's why we're so indebted to uh, bling specifically. One of the four characters. It's a, but he's a real man. Um, tell you a quick story. So one day we were having a a, a group group meeting. Hundred hundred inmates with five C.O.s, and we were. This is where you you hold issues, you talk about problems and everything like that. Um, we got accidentally not accidentally, but we got. Uh, you have the guys that do the shakedowns. So while we're all sitting there in this room and the COs are going through group meeting and all that, we see the shakedown guy. He's going through all the lockers. He's doing all this. So he finds our initial script for criminal code, and it was in Bling's locker. Okay, Um, That's not a good thing if you're in the residential drug abuse program because we're talking about COs, people. You can tell if you're reading it who the people are. You can tell who the COs are after because everything is either – Really true events or based on true events? Well, long story short, um, Bling gets kicked out of the drug abuse program, loses all his time, his six months he was supposed to get off. They bring Bling in one day after our group meeting. This was maybe a week later. And we talked with him before that. And they found his the manuscript and his thing. So, you know, Jimmy told him, hey, look, if, if they ask you about it, let's just all take the fall, you know, fall together. Right. So, cause you, you read the, the characterizations of each of the characters. It's us, you know, even the, the crimes and everything, the, the professions, the drugs and all that. It's us. So what ended up happening was we agreed. We said, all right, when you get interviewed by all the CEOs and they pressure you, don't take the fall yourself. You can include the other three of us, you know. We thought that was clear. Jim, you made it that clear with Bling. So it was a Tuesday or it was a Wednesday morning um, before he goes into his meeting with the COs to discuss the criminal code concept and why we're bashing COs and all that. You know, we, we meet in the library near the basketball courts. It was like a little like elementary school um facility over there. And Bling was like, all right, guys, I'm going to go in. this guy comes back out and he tells us – I didn't say a word. Dallas. He lost his time. Jack. He that's lost six. He had to do six more. We got out. We were all the ones. We got out early. He had to do another six months um, because he refused to talk and, you know, fall under the the pressures of the, the COs, you know. So that's the long story behind keeping your mouth shut and being quiet and, and a brotherhood, you know. So like even with Blaine right now, um, we'll do anything for him. Because, you know, because of him, we didn't lose our time. He, yeah. if he rats the rest of us out uh, because speaking bad about COs and talking about real life events and, in prison like that to the COs and stuff. And you're in the residential drug abuse program. That's a no, no.
1: That's, that's, that's an absolute no, no. You know, so
2: um, that's our experience
0: with the COs. It was brutal for us
2: that's that's so crazy like i give the guy all the respect because uh you know yep. people would crack under s- some pressure like that they would just be like fuck i get to see my family and he took the hit man he
0: took the he took the hit and the rest of us got out six months you know six months earlier you know so you know that just this is after we talked about we'll all just take the fall all together but you know that's just the the code and, you know, here we are today now, too.
2: Oh, it shows you. Uh, see, here's the thing. It shows you the type of guy he is. And now you know that there's nobody more reliable. He's, he's truly ride or die. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's just nothing but proof on his end that that guy will stand for what he believes no matter what. He will stand for who he believes no matter what. And he proved that. He didn't have to say shit. He didn't ask you guys permission. He didn't put it out there so you guys could try to convince him. He just, sure, I'll do what you guys said, and then did what was best for you guys, ignoring what was in his favor. And he did it. I remember when he walked when he walked out.
0: So you have a maybe there's about a hundred feet that separated the where we were at from where the COs are at where they they congregate to cross examine you know the inmates that did wrong. And we saw him walking down and he's this big big guy. So he's doing this stroll down the sidewalk and we're like, oh shit, we're next. And then he comes up to us and he's like, I just took the fall. He's like, fuck it, no sense in all of us. You know, so, um, hence we're, you know, we're all close, but that's why especially playing kinds of hold the, holds a special place. And, you know, in our hearts, when it comes to stuff like that, I got home now, I was able to still go home and see my family earlier than usual, you know, so that's our experience with COs. Ours was a little different because we were held to a much higher standard, um, dangling that carrot of time. <laughs> yeah, know that's, that's
2: fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> Right. And that was the thing for you know for us for, you know, where where we were at, we were at one of the largest uh largest camps in, in the in the country. There's a thousand a thousand guys. So um out of that thousand though, around two hundred were in the drug program. You know, so we we were able to see how the CEOs were you know, they'd smoke cigarettes with the other guys that weren't in our debt. They're just doing their time. But if you were in our debt, you couldn't break, you know, you get the rule book. In our DAP, you had to follow those rules. No more than five t shirts, no more than three underwears, no more than two pairs of shoes. Um, you know, can't use the iron to make the grilled cheeses and all of that stuff. You had to follow those rules. If you didn't follow it, you lost your time if you got in trouble. Right. So, but we got to experience it's like, man, but the other guy over there, he, he can go and do whatever he, you know, he wants but that's what made our 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 program that we were in just a little bit more more difficult cuz we wanted to get out early you know obviously but um the way that they would promote you know you to snitch on each other oof that was a tough one that's why we're so big on sni-
2: on no snitching <laughs>
0: because of what we experienced uh, you know specifically
2: so like can you imagine though you don't even have to think about it like even if you guys were okay with the, like yeah whatever we- what, who are you to other, like, who can trust you at that point, you know? Like, you're showing your colors as a snitch, essentially. You can't do something like that. It's, it's yeah, no, kind of crazy. And, and, like, every incentive in the world to do it. And you have to just choose out of nothing but your own moral standing to not. That's a yeah, fucked man. situation to be in. You don't snitch in isolation. You're a snitch. Yeah, man. You're a snitch. crazy. You know?
0: Six nine, he's six nine. not just gonna snitch on that. He'll he, he'll throw anyone under the bus for himself, you know. So that that's a it's a it's just the the type of person and and the way that you know way that you are. But you know that's why we're we're so big on the code, hence criminal code.
2: For real, <laughs> you know? man, for real. But look, man, I I do think what you're doing there is something truly fantastic. It is a uh, oh, thank a you a, a unique glimpse in the right most appropriate way that it could be to show it to a general public that isn't familiar with the subject matter that's being discussed. It's just layers and layers of depth and genius that you guys don't even know you've tapped into you might think of it as creativity but I will tell you just with the first couple of things I looked through fucking everything you guys already put you guys got the video about the the fucking the guy who bullshits all the time you guys got stepping on shit you got the little concept <laughs> and arts and things I love all of the things you guys are doing specifically the personality behind it because it is approaching it Light-hearted, but it doesn't necessarily. Great example: the guy who bullshits. You know that guy has a needy as fuck nature to him. Something that he cannot help. He needs the approval of everybody around him. And that goes even deeper than just committing a crime. That guy has some sort of, it's almost a tick. It's almost a disorder that he needs to fucking keep talking about what the fuck he has. But how do you convey to somebody that that's a person that exists? You can't. It's fucking, he's just a liar. But that guy just keeps lying. There's something more going on there by turning it into this sort of, Just observation of him. You're not making comment. You're just like, you don't have these things. We know you don't have these things. That observation allows other people looking in to be like, we know he doesn't have these things. And then poses the question of, but why? You guys get that done. A cartoon that's similar to that is uh, Rick and Morty. You know that show? Yeah, of course. Rick and Morty does that all the time. They show you something, and they don't directly shine a light on it. But... The questions you're left with after the thing happens, I don't know if they're intentional or not, but you're left with the deeper question of, but why? And that's something that the viewer leaves with and they have to go and think about and wonder forever. You guys efficiently propose that, that idea. And I'm sure there's going to be, as content keeps coming out, and as you guys develop this, and as the ideas refine, and you find the best rhythm, it's just going to be a flood of that stuff. I know that this is going to be something amazing, man. You guys did stumble upon genius by not giving up on an experience that you had, and that's not something that could be said for a lot of people. Some people will just chalk it off as something negative And, you know, I never want to think about those moments again. You guys put those moments in a box, shook that fucking box and then took something out at random and said, this is what it is. That is, and, you, know, amazing. you you never
0: forget it. So that's why it's like, you know, you might as well turn those thoughts into something positive. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate that. And we're, we're hoping too that, uh, the, the word can, you know, get out there and like I said, it's good therapy for us, but if we can also shed the light on serious issues and stuff in a in a real comedic, I guess comedic way, um, you know, we're we're looking we're looking forward to it. I mean, more songs coming out and you know, little short skits and stuff like that too. So um, the beauty of it is we're we're not thinking up ideas. It's just a matter of compartmentalizing the ideas and what we think is going to be the best thing to you know throw out for for that week. And at the
2: same time too, it's It's fun. Love it. That's all that matters. Fuck everything else you just said. The only part that matters is that you're enjoying the way through it because there's nothing more therapeutic than enjoying something and doing that. I agree. Anyways, we are running short on time here. Oh, wow. That's a quick... Yeah, it was a quick two hours. It flies by, you doesn't realize it?
0: realize I wasn't even looking at the clock. I wasn't even looking at the clock.
2: Yeah, it flies by, doesn't it? Always, It's totally always racist. This is why I like the, this, this. It's a good sign, though, Jack. Hell yes, <laughs> for sure. Because it, this is why I like this format. If it was like, let's you know check off all the boxes, the consistent interruption is going to make us aware of the conversation. We're not going to enjoy it. It's going to feel like a chore. But just right. genuinely having a conversation with a person is something unique, something special. Like, I got to connect with you in two hours, man. You're my brother now, bro. That's what it is. It just Same. is what it is. You know, that's, it's it's an experience to be able to, like, how often do, on a normal fucking light, minus the four guys you do literally sit down with, well, the three guys mm-hmm. you sit down with and really, like, how often do you really sit down and have a conversation with somebody in depth just about talking, just about getting to know? It doesn't happen you know, often. Not-
0: no, not 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 to, you know. I have to never not like this.
2: Yeah, it's it's not a thing that happens. So this is this is why this matters to me. To talk to people like you, talk to people of any walk of life. This is us connecting beyond just the the monotonous fucking nature of small talk and social conformity that we're forced to live in. Like fuck that shit. Anyways, tell everybody where they could find. Everything you are doing, you, the guys, the boys, the projects, whatever, anything and everything. Let the listeners know where they can find you.
0: Okay. Well, you have a, uh, you know, Criminal Code uh, definitely on uh, Instagram for sure. You have uh, Criminal Code. You'll see it there. Our website's Criminal Code. TV, but definitely on Instagram is the best way to uh, see our videos. It's, it's the best way to. Uh, see our upcoming episodes it's actually at criminal code tv and then criminal code tv is the the website and you know real quick too, uh jack i know uh jimmy uh bling and zo as well uh, we wanted to thank you and your your team for reaching reaching out to us and giving us an opportunity and a, and a platform to talk about issues that are are dear to us and everything and you know, we definitely won't forget you and we'd love to be able to speak with you again sometime, sometime too. Much love. And you have my, my IG and my communication as well. You reach out to me anytime. Oh, Almost no, don't even worry
2: you. about it, bro. I will tell you, way ahead, way ahead of that happening, once we've talked – I am probably the most persistently annoying person ever because I, I, I like to reach out to people. I am a hyper extrovert. I engage consistently. I'll check up on you constantly, you and the guys. I, 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 I'm i all about connection, man. And I, I believe me, until you're like, you're annoying, guy, stop talking to me. Until that moment happens, I, I do reach out and, like, I, I always believe there is a connection that gets made. We, we, we've we communicated in a way to which we don't really get to talk to other people, man. I know you better than most of the people I've been surrounded by with my entire life that I can't have a two-hour conversation with, you know? Right. Thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest with you. Definitely, man. I haven't met
0: your team either, but I'm glad that they helped out as as well. Love you guys, too.
2: <laughs> oh, you can hear some of them right here in the room. Say hello,
1: can you hear us? Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. Yeah. So yeah, you can they're 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 present in here. But <laughs> The, no definitely we appreciate you being on the show man and definitely we have to do this again in the future we have to set something up and, and figure out how we could do this again anytime you guys have something new happening any new projects or this expands in some drastic new way you let us know man you're always welcome that's that's just a thing that you can do keep in mind it's not just me reaching out you guys can reach out too. that's it's a two-way street perfect no thank you it was an honor and a pleasure to yes man i appreciate you being here very very much
1: What's... It's the aliens.
2: It's the aliens, bro. Uh,
1: I hope there's a part two to the Area 51 reading because that's coming up in a few months. A part. I mean, not that there's a part two coming up in a few months. Like but
2: they said, that... it's a festival. They said it's a festival.
1: The first one was a festival, yeah. Yes, and I
2: hope it becomes like an annual thing. Yes,
1: that's why I'm hoping.
2: Because here's the thing: if that festival, here's the thing, they don't get it area 51 is like whatever we'll let them have their fun but if this gets big enough and bigger and bigger and bigger
1: maybe there will be a raid yes Mm -hmm.
2: how big will this population be before it's the whispers cross the, the the population they're like bro we can kind of make it like there's so many of us they really can't get all of us
1: yeah I don't know. This could be the year that they do it. Doubt it. They... I would say
2: <laughs> five years, five to ten. five, to five ten. to ten years of them consistently doing this Yeah. as it grows and gets cool and popular, mm-hmm. like it needs to become a satire of itself. People come and dress as aliens and shit and fucking people come and dress as the guards and like the satire because <laughs> it's the satire of the first time, you know?
1: Yeah so they have to do the tradition of the naruto run
2: yes all of this is going to evolve into what it's meant to be but year two isn't going to be that it's going to take a while when it gets there eventually you know community is regular you know we're going to we're going to 51 fest yes and then you get there And you find out, wow, it's the biggest turnout we've ever had. There's 20 million people out here.
1: Ridiculous. (laughs) That's the year.
2: Yeah, it's like fucking what's that? The shit in the desert? Burning Man. It's like Burning Man or some shit. It's a crazy amount of people. And then you're like, wait guys, the goal could be accomplished now. We can all Naruto run our way there. A lot of us aren't going to make it, but they're not catching all of us somebody's going to get outside with something they got inside. There's people who
1: did try anyway last year, even if it wasn't that many people. No,
2: they were walking. They didn't really try to break in. Well,
1: some people got arrested. I think it was like nine people.
2: But they weren't trying to get in, were they? They were just on the property.
1: Oh, and they just got arrested for being on the property? Yeah, and there was a
2: group of people who were just recording themselves walking straight up through the gates where the guards (gasps) were. (gasps) Then the guards drove by them and just turned them around.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yep, I hope that happens. Oh my gosh. That'd
2: be pretty cool, man. <laughs> Anywho, that was a pretty good conversation. Yeah. Which elaborated on the fact that this month of July was not uh, invaded, because it's July. Hmm. So definitely a, a great episode pointing out all the little details.
1: Of prison. Of, of prison.
2: politics, oh, yes. And politics. The madness of it all, man. The madness
1: of morals.
2: Morals are fucked. Because, man, it really is complicated. That's such a fucked... Because who the fuck decided, you know?
1: Do we all have the same
2: morals? We don't. And that's the craziest fucking part. That's where government, sadly, becomes important. Because how do we mediate? Where's the middle ground if everybody doesn't agree? You know, you need just some shit that everybody's like, none of us like it, because there's something all of us don't agree with. Like, I don't agree with that part. He doesn't agree with this other thing. but. We all make the compromise of at least under that, Mm -hmm. there's a commonality, even if we don't all agree to all the rules. And that's kind of sucky, but like, we don't have a better system. We don't have a please everybody system. We don't know what that would look like. That doesn't seem possible to us. I don't think
1: that's possible. That's not possible. It can't be. Mm -mm. It cannot be. We're too different, yeah. It's no way everyone could be happy. Even, like, if it was 80%, maybe, that every that that many people are happy, there's still going to be the ones that aren't.
2: It's yeah. never
1: going to be 100. That's what I mean. It's fucking strange, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Man. I don't know, dude. It's the human problem. We... Some of... Look, even if we could... Really, get somebody to get us to agree. Like, we're gonna disagree on principle that we don't. This is just people who don't want to be part of a crowd.
1: That's true. And I'm like,
2: I'm gonna we're disagree on principle. The
1: same. Why are we forcing ourselves to all be together? I mean, we have to, though.
2: That's the problem. Get
1: farther, I guess, or something.
2: That's the problem. We don't move forward alone. Compromise. Look, like if it was this, why would we want just happy anyways? Why do we want just? Why is that the goal? Why is that the goal? Why would we want that to happen?
1: I don't know. Because people think that's what they want.
2: People don't know what they want. They What they think is wrong.
1: No one knows what they want.
2: I get that. That's totally like, the guess. truth. <laughs> yeah. What they think they want is wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But what's the solution to that? I don't know. I don't we got to just compromise that. for now.
2: Probably forever.
1: Forever. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's probably
2: no solution to the somebody disagrees with me problem. That's yeah. that's not a thing. Somebody will always disagree with us.
1: That's true. Then we'll just what's the new thing? We'll just
2: There's, we don't need a new thing. The shitty crap crappy garbage we have it's sadly fine. is fine. <laughs> like it's probably one of the best iterations that it could take.
1: Well, it's gonna change.
2: I guess it will.
1: It will. I don't know. Like, if they change the whole police department thing that's going on, aren't they gonna have to change other things, too? That can't be the only change. Yeah, because what about all the
2: things that are built based on that?
1: Yeah. I feel like they don't get that, too. There's a lot more going on than just changing one tiny thing and then everything else is just gonna be fine.
2: That's fucking crazy, though, isn't it? Yes. Like, what do we know about anything? This is this is just proof that it's all going to fall apart and we're just going to blame each other for it.
1: Definitely. <laughs>
2: <sighs> I'm telling you, man. It's that fucking statue problem. It's the white people versus the white people. The white people yell at the white people and tell the white people, No, you fucking... this. These symbols are racist. This is racist and it's wrong. And then the black people are sitting around like "Uh, we didn't say that we need these things to show us history even if we don't like what they represent at least our children will remember that this existed and then they're like nah 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 we said you're offended by this we're taking it down you can't even choose what you're that's how racist they are bro you can't even choose what you're offended by toby told me you are offended by whatever the fuck i tell you you're offended by i'm the white man you don't get an opinion i said you're offended and i said you want that statue down and i'm taking that statue down (laughs) meanwhile other white people nah this is america we keep that fucking statue white people wore blood rains and fills the streets lives are lost most of them happen to be black in that exchange even if it was white versus white somehow blacks were the ones who'd lost the most lives there but okay we erect the new statue because the white that was defending the black won and they want to represent that to replace the old statue with the new statue
1: another white man
2: of another white man the guy who made the moves no it doesn't even have to be a white man it could be a black man it's probably gonna be a white man though it's probably gonna be a white man. The white man that said no. We tell you what you're offended by, because they're like he took the <laughs> stand. He's the guy who made the first yeah. waves, and yeah. we gotta honor He's his the hero. Yes, his his heroics in protecting the black people, most of which died in the war that he caused. Couple of years later, white guy's gonna step up and be like, that statue represents some hateful guy who got a bunch of black people killed, and black people are gonna be like. Yeah, but that's important because it happened. And then white people are going to be like, but we said that's offensive. because And then psycho just keeps going. Yes. That's what we do. That's what we do, man.
1: I think so. I think that is what we do.
2: (laughs) Humanity. Fucking A, bro. What do Mm -hmm. we even do? What do we even do? Fucking A, bro.
1: Create to the spaghetti monster.
2: Yeah, bro. That's. Isn't it funny that he's the most reasonable of the gods?
1: Does he want prayers though? Is that a thing? I don't he even doesn't know care. How it works. No, he
2: doesn't care. He's down with it. It's literally in the thing. You could pray to him if you want.
1: Oh, okay.
2: You don't have to. He also doesn't care. Oh. It's like whatever works.
1: Whatever works. That's yeah.
2: good. That's his outlook. Whatever works.
1: He's great. He's perfect
2: great. reasoning, bro. Whatever makes sense, do that. If it makes sense to you, do that. That's cool. Just okay. do it.
1: Yeah, so go pray to him.
2: Yeah. Because kind of, sort of. Atheos is the problem right now.
1: Atheos? I thought it was kek.
2: Both of them are working pretty hard together.
1: Oh, okay. Because
2: a lot of people are honestly being them, which happens to be half of them trolls and the other half a bunch of dumbasses.
1: Yeah. So that's very atheos.
2: Very atheos. They're all just being honest. Mm-hmm. Honestly trolly and honestly stupid. And then that's creating a bunch of honest problems. Yes. Meanwhile, the spaghetti monster's like, this is what it is, I guess. He's just waiting for people to convert. So convert to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. That's the right way to go. Yep. That's the lesson here. Aliens invade (laughs) if you don't. Why haven't we been invaded? Because me and Chrissy have been praying to the Flying Spaghetti Monster.
1: Yep. We are saving your lives. Yes. Because we're heroes.
2: Anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Kenny. It was fantastic. That did go a lot of places. And we did learn a lot about prison there. Prison life, creativity. Usually creativity. That's a good one. I like that topic. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you can find uh Kenny and uh his projects and whatnot at uh criminal code TV on Facebook. You can find uh the website criminal code TV, you can find them on YouTube at Criminal Code T V and Instagram at Criminal Code TV, and Twitter at Criminal Code T V. They're bum, lucky,
1: bum. they got the name on everything pretty much. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's how you do it, man.
1: Yeah, and you don't often see something like that
2: no no mm-hmm. that's pretty good and as for us you can find all our links on our social locations you can find all that all our social stuff which have videos and junk of that nature on facebook twitter instagram tiktok at just convopod. pod
1: you could also find the podcast on our official website, GrayThoughts.info, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher.
2: Yes, and remember to subscribe. Also, rate the show. Leave us a rating wherever you'd like, uh, especially uh, Apple Podcasts if you listen. There. But anywhere else you listen is totally fine, too. It's very helpful stuff. It lets people know what the collective people who've heard it think of the program. And uh, it might help people go there. And if you feel so inclined, please leave a review. But that's uh, not an obligation. Just the, you are, on the other hand, obligated to leave a rate. You're obligated to leave a rate. Mm. Is it? It is a crime if you don't.
1: It is. It is. Okay. Um. <laughs> and let someone who might like it know about it. Tell everybody. Yes. Scream it in their face. Be like, hey. Take a picture of your rate and then show it to them.
2: Yes yeah take a picture of the podcast and mail it to everybody you know be like yes. hey listen to this fucking show make sure you put fucking in there because it, it emphasizes like wow this fucking show
1: yeah i'm sure the show has like a sharing button to your so you know you pick your favorite episode and you share yeah. it with people. doesn't matter
2: where you're listening there's probably a sharing button
1: yeah you do that yeah you do that and this has been the just conversation podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening bye, bye.
2: When you find it all the information rushes back to you oh of course i put it here
1: yeah but it's just memory though right it's just your memory's not perfect so
2: isn't everything memory yes you can never live in the present because it took that long for the mem- for the thing to get to you you're already always in the past
1: that's why you can lose your keys after you put it somewhere because your memory's not perfect
2: but then what the fuck does that then nothing is real because there's no present Mm. There is no now. No, there's only then, because that's all we can witness. We but exist we... in the present, but we only perceive the past.
1: Yeah, but we believe we're in the present. We're in the present. Are we? I don't know.
2: And how does this relate to our keys?
1: <laughs> it's it's our a weird keys. no. It's just
2: a weird phenomenon in general where uh we can just lose something random like that.
1: Glasses always. I don't know how. How do you lose your glasses? You lose your glasses? I think I have, like, maybe once.
2: But it's so strange. Like, talking... That's the weirdest one. When you're you're holding your phone. Looking for your phone. And it's like, what's going on in your head at that moment?
1: I don't know. Because sometimes you can lose something where you have it, and it's just hidden. But it's there.
2: That... Yeah, totally. But what about when it's not hidden? When you're... Holding the thing you're looking for.
1: Because you're not even thinking about the phone, I guess. You are. I mean, you are, but... Very
2: actively.
0: Good night. Good morning. Good Good night night. Morning. Good, Good, night. Night. Good morning.
1: The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by Info. Art by Nitrum and Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister with social media managed by Amber Black.